Welcome to Conscious Millionaire High Performance Marketing, show number 47, with my good friend, Perry Marshall. This is Perry Marshall, author of 8020 Sales and Marketing and the world's best selling book on internet advertising, Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords. On this show, I will reveal how you can play your highest level as a coach. You're listening to the Conscious Millionaire High Performance Marketing Show. Discover the insider secrets from the world's top marketers for how coaches, consultants, and service providers like you can attract and close more of the right high-paying clients. This is the Conscious Millionaire Podcast and Syndicated Radio Network, heard by over 12 million listeners worldwide. Now, join your host, J.V. Crum III, serial entrepreneur, author, speaker, and high-performance coach. Attention coaches and consultants, Do you want to attract and close more clients in just 30 days? Are you tired of making offers, but hardly anyone responds? You've gotten your first few clients, but now what? Sure, it can be frustrating. That's why I created the High Performer Formula. It's the hidden secrets of how you can put more money in the bank while making a bigger difference. These are the secrets I use to make over $25 million. Now it's time for you to use them to change your destiny. Get your hands on the High Performer Formula today. It's my gift to you this month. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Again, that's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Hello, this is your coach and welcome to you from wherever you're listening around the globe. And a big shout out and thank you to our listeners and friends in Chicago, Illinois and Austin, Texas. Now I have a recurring guest with us today. He is an expert in scaling businesses and also getting equity in them as a coach. And we're going to be discussing a really hot topic, how you can play at your highest level as a coach and then He's also going to be revealing his lead magnet that converts like crazy and why it converts. And then we're going to make that offer to you today for only one penny. So it's an incredible offer. You're going to want to stick around for that. So let me introduce our featured guest. He's one of the world's most expensive and sought after business consultants. Clients seek his ability to integrate engineering, sales, art, and psychology, and he's launched two movements in modern marketing. His Google AdWords book laid the foundations for the $100 billion pay-per-click industry, and techniques he pioneered are standard best practices. He also wrote the world's best-selling book on web advertising, Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords. He's consulted in over 300 industries and served as an expert witness for marketing and Google AdWords litigation. My guest today, the one and only Perry Marshall. Perry, thanks for coming back to the show. Thank you for having me on your show and allowing me to talk to all of your coaches and guests uh, and and listeners. It's, It's great. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, Perry and I talked about it before we went to air, and so I'm going to do something we've never done before. Perry says, just hit me with your most difficult questions. So we're going to do the show on how you can play at your highest level as a coach. Nothing's pre-planned. It's all going to just roll as we go. And in the middle of this show, we've got Perry's lead magnet that he'll describe, and then 
we're going to give you a link where you can go and get it for only a penny. So Perry, first of all, let's start at the basics. Most coaches never even make $100,000 in their lifetime in a, in a year. It's very few that get up to a quarter million or more. Why do you think with all the training, all the things that are put out there, why do most coaches, while they're good at coaching, fail at business? I think it has a lot to do with have they lived such that they can literally write a page in the diary of their customer. And I mean, down to a very particular industry, a very particular profession, um, where you could sit down and, and you could say, well, you know, you woke up at 630 in the morning, you open your eyes, and the first thing that you thought was blah, blah, blah. And while you were making your coffee, you thought blah, blah, blah. And uh, when you got out of the shower, there was a text message on your cell phone, and it said blah, blah, blah. And you could just fill that in. And it's like Stephen King, like it's like the psychic, you know, knowledge of, of the customer. The second thing is they don't go after customers that have money um, and, and they don't address call a bleeding neck that goes straight to the pocketbook. So I think there are a lot of people. They like having a coach. They like having somebody to talk to, but they have to financially justify it. And that means you need to speak to issues that go directly to their pocketbook that make them more competitive so that their lizard brain, their little inner Homer Simpson who eats donuts can go, oh, yes, this is paying for itself. I think, I think it's very, very important that all those ingredients be in your business as a coach. So let's uh, put a little twist on this. If you're a business coach, the natural path to making more money makes sense. The pocketbook. What if you're a life coach? Because so many people listening are life coaches. How do they do that same process in a way that's going to really work for their clients? I've talked to quite a few marriage counselors. And, you know, a lot of those people have a difficult time asking anybody for more than maybe 85 or 100 or $125 an hour. And I say, well, you know, um, when, when you're just talking dollars per hour, that's not really a reference comparison for comparison. What you need to compare is what's the cost of a divorce? You know, oh, you know, you want to give up 28% of your income right off the top or, you know, whatever the number is and, and how much are the legal fees? And so it's, it's, what are you comparing it to? And, and I think that most, most coaches are indirectly affecting people's pocketbook and you as a coach, you need to be consciously aware because this is a conscious millionaire show after all, right? You need to be consciously aware of what it does affect their pocketbook so that um, even if they're not asking you uh, the specific question that you can, you can explain why that money is going to come back to you. You're, they're going to save the money. They're going to make the money that it's going to be peace of mind. Maybe it's health. Okay. How much is their health worth? How, or maybe it's the quality of their marriage. How much is the quality of their marriage worth? 
But, and, because, but when you say worth, you're not talking about just get it down to emotional factors. You're talking about get it down to the money. So if you're, you know, it's not the mm-hmm. type of coaches that typically I'm working with, but I've had a lot of trainers at, you know, athletic trainers. So even if somebody's a coach who's training you athletically in some way, it's not just get the body you want. It's what does it actually cost you not to be healthy? Absolutely. And, and what, what's, the, what's the cost of not getting wisdom? What's the opportunity cost of fumbling? Like maybe it's a promotion at work or maybe they're getting clients or, or you know, what, what does it cost you to screw something up? Um, how much of your life do you consume trying to go later and clean up messes that you made? How much money would you pay for a do-over of something that that you screwed up? Like, I mean, the, that could be a good question right there. Like, tell me a regret that you have. And the guy says, I regret never developing a relationship with my son. And you say, okay, if you could go back and erase that, how much money would you actually write a check for right now? Like, out of the money you actually have, how much money... And the guy says, well, you know, I don't have a ton of money, but uh, $15,000. You go, okay, so you would pay $15,000 to go erase that, right? Well, you know, if, if, if we coach every week for X number of years, I'm not going to charge you $15,000. But I can guarantee you that I'm going to rescue you from having some stupidity spasms or neglecting something because everybody needs an outside influence. And, you know, need 100% con- connect the dots, but they do need to understand there is actually a financial value to this. Okay. So there's a financial value to everything. And I think that's something that is especially lost in the the life coaching. But we were talking in the early part, you were talking about having the ability to write this one page. So what are some of the suggestions you can give? Because I think that's great because what it really means is that you really understand. Like when I was selling into our high performer boot camp for coaches, people said over and over who bought, they said, oh my gosh, when I listened to your presentation, we did Facebook lives, right? When I listened to it, you were describing me completely. That's me. People would put that in the chat box. Mm -hmm. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. How does someone best acquire that? And I want to make one comment about it and then leave you with it is that it seems like it's the world of specifics and all too often coaches who are not being financially successful are living, it seems to me, in the world of global statements. You go from you go to 10 websites and they all sound the same. You're, you're absolutely right. So, so let me tell you how I discovered this just absolutely firsthand. So in 2001, the company that I was working for got sold And at my wife's urging, I quit my job to go hang out my shingle and start my own business. And when word got around in my tiny little industry that I had left, I got a small handful of phone calls of people seeing if they could hire me. And I said, well, how about instead of... um, an employment situation. How about we work on a project and just on like a trial basis and let's, let's do it on a consulting level. 
Well, everybody who tried to hire me was in the same industry. They were doing the same kind of thing. And now I was a marketing consultant and I could probably sell almost anything. But the people that wanted to hire me were the people who sold industrial networking communications equipment, which is like a narrow sliver of a vertical industry. Okay. And they hired me because they knew I knew their business. Now, there might be all kinds of variety if you coach, if you coach a, a soccer uh, player and you, and you coach a musician and you coach like all these different kind of people. And that, that's nice if you can do it. But it's much better if you specialized. I am a life coach for attorneys who are partners in their firms. Okay. Or I am a life coach for uh, music teachers or I am a like, like you make it so specific and you say, I speak your language better than anybody. And in our professional relationship, I will be the most trusted confident that you have. Your wife doesn't understand your industry. Your husband doesn't understand your industry. You can't talk to, you know, X layers of management above you. You can't talk to your employees who work for you. You can't talk, you know, you can talk to me and you can trust me. And nobody can give you that kind of specific information. That is an incredibly more powerful sales pitch than most customers are ever giving. And then, of course, then it compounds. Like, you, you, help, you help some people and then you have stories and then more stories and more stories and pretty soon the waiting list. And that's, that's how you make six figures as a coach. I'm just thinking that there's two sides of this coin. Because we all know the phrase, there's riches, riches in the niches. But what you're really pointing out here is a critical piece of this. And I think it's the other side of the coin where you literally can't know your client if you're a generalist. If you're saying, I'm a life coach for no. anybody who wants X. But if you say, I'm a life coach for, you know, mothers who are over 40 who want X. Now you're in a different world because now you can actually dig down and know them in a way that you never will otherwise. Yeah. In fact, I would suggest that you just go to 10 or 15 life coach sites and see what they're saying and make sure that what you're saying isn't what anybody else is saying. Like if it is, it's like, well, I will help you have peace of mind, gratitude, um, you know, inner peace, better relationships, like, oh my word, like everybody's saying that, right? And you can find that in the self-help section of any bookstore. Like, like, oh, you need, you need to focus on very, very specific problems that you solve, very specific symptoms, very specific. I call them bleeding necks. It's like, I will make that bleeding neck. I have a bandage for that exact bleeding neck, and I will stick it on there, and then and then we'll heal it up. And then here's what the healing process looks like. You know, three weeks in, six weeks in, nine weeks, twelve weeks. Here's what's going to happen. You promise very specific outcomes. If you can promise a highly specific outcome for a particular problem, you know, like. You could be a life coach for mothers whose daughters have bulimia. And, I mean, 
I, I, I haven't looked this up or anything, but I, I bet you, you, you could find clients so much more easily. And now you have to have a story that you can tell, but if you helped your neighbors or your best friends wh whose daughter had bulimia with this, then my goodness, like you have a wide open door and you have people with a severe problem, they'll pay almost anything. And then, well, I'm $175 an hour. And well, that's more than most life coaches. But then again, you know, they're dealing with kumbaya and you're dealing with bulimia, right? Uh, their daughter's 85 pounds and they're terrified that she's going to like drop, you know, and, and they'll pay anything to make that stop. So I've heard several things here. And so I want to interject some of my experiences because I talk to so many coaches and running shows for coaches. I have a lot of guests and a lot of people who don't make the guest list because I talk to them and I find out the truth. And the truth is they're, they're barely doing any sales sometimes. And what I found is the people with these sites that are general, like fine peace of mind and all this kind of stuff. One of the problems in copying that is that it may look like a great site, but it doesn't mean they have clients or it doesn't mean their clients are paying, <laughs> paying them very much, right? And I think a lot of people right. mistake that. So what I heard you say is go to that site, but then ask what's the specific problem they're solving? Because they might have gotten the problem right. They're just offering a general answer, right? But how can I offer right. a specific answer? But don't assume just because you find several nice looking uh, websites by people who do something similar to you, if they're making general statements in general, I'm going to say they probably aren't making a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look, um, I do a lot of coaching and some of it drifts into life coaching probably not more than like 25% of But I think because I'm a business coach, but part of mine is life coaching too, right? And I, I get very high fees and it's because I am a specialist. Now I specialize in solving problems that are very, very expensive. But even if you specialize in problems that are way less expensive and, and it's actually relative, like, well, Perry's, Perry specializes in solving problems that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So do marriage counselors, except I make 10 times more than they do, at least maybe 20, right? Well, it's all how you're positioned. So that brings up another area. And uh, I've started talking about this because, you know, having a background as a tax attorney, I look at, you know, the financial world. I had a Series 7 and 24 as a stockbroker at one point which I don't think I've ever mentioned on the show. So I watch, you know, economic trends. And I would say that we have a better than average chance in the next two to three years of having another recession, you know, because the indicators are headed. Imagine in that, that. Imagine that after all of this flood of money and hyper government debt. Imagine that that could actually run into a recession when you raise interest rates. So it seems to me one of playing at your highest level is that you want to still be in business. So let's talk about what you were really touching on is that some people make a lot more money because they solve expensive problems. If you want to stay in money, in, in the money, and that means in business, then you need to recession proof your business now in how you build your coaching business. And it's, and I'm curious about your thoughts about what are the best strategies 
to assure that two or three years from now, if the economy is tanking and real estate's going down because, let's say, mortgages are two or three points higher than they are right now, which makes homes a lot more expensive to make the payments, that you're not in a position that you're tanking along with it. So the best insulation against a recession is a client waiting list. You, you need to have enough clients that if two or three of them drop out, that there's more that just bump up to the front of the line. And that almost by definition demands that you specialize. Um, and, and the narrower the specialty, the better. It's, it's almost impossible to come up with a specialty that's too narrow. Almost everybody will err on the side of being too broad. And if you can nail a very particular thing, and here's what you really want to do. You want to be the number one coach on that very particular narrow topic. So notice what I said. I am a life coaches for mother bulimic daughters. You didn't even say fathers. The way that you'd want to position is you get a call from a dad and you say, well, I don't specialize in men. And the reason why is because the relationship between mother and daughter and the relationship between father and daughter is not at all the same thing. The dynamics are very different. So I can coach you on a provisional basis, but you have to understand up front that there's just some, some things I don't know as well. And then maybe somebody else would be better. And the guy goes, well, I don't know anybody else. So I'm coming to you and you go, well, all right, we could work together. But I just want to set the expectation and notice what just happened. You said, well, you know, I can't solve all your problems. I just want you to know that. It's like, yeah, I know, but I, I still, I'm still waving money in your face. That, that's what you want to happen. Um, but but it, it means you have to be known for one thing. So, so when, when I was uh, coming up in the ranks, I beat the Google AdWords drum for about seven years. It was like peas, porridge, hot peas, porridge, cold peas, porridge in the pot, nine days old. Some like it hot, some like it cold, some like it in the pot, nine days old. Like I am just banging this drum. It's AdWords, AdWords, AdWords. And everybody pigeonholed me as AdWords. But here's what I discovered. I, I'd get into a relationship with somebody and I'd help them solve these problems. And then their problems get solved. And the next thing that anybody will think is, what else can this guy help me solve? Right. Oh, can he solve my landing page? Can he solve this? Pretty soon, they're asking me for legal advice. They're asking for me tax advice. They're asking for, for marriage advice. I could be a life coach. And now, going from AdWords to life coaching, like... It's, a, it's definitely a Grand Canyon jump. It's a little more than the motorcycles have done at the wide part, that's for sure. Except that it's really not. See, once you have a relationship, Ship. it's not a Grand Canyon stretch. It only appears to be from the outside. Yeah. And, and that's uh, something I was saying earlier uh, today is that every high-end client who's ever hired me really hired me to a large extent because they liked me and they really wanted to work with me, which is exactly what you're talking mm -hmm. about, is that after a point, they don't care what you're expert in. Because they've built the relationship with you and they just want to stay with the person they, they trust and believe in. 
That's and, right. Yeah. That's right. And and look, there's there's not that many people out there that people can trust. There's not that many people out there that really care about their situation and will give them honest advice and all that other stuff. So when they have a new problem, starting over with other experts is not what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add here before we go to the lead magnet? Yeah, you should read a Stephen King book. And here's why. So if you read a Stephen King book, you will get these extended, lurid descriptions of people's problems. Okay. They're almost pornographic in their, in their detail. Right. And you know, the monster is stalking the the person or whatever, and he'll draw it all out. Okay. Well, you want to be able to do a Stephen King about your customer's life. Okay. Uh, your alarm clock went off at 6.33 a.m. And the first thing you thought was, oh, no. I wonder what Brenda did in the office yesterday afternoon that I will find out about when I go in today at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's some, something like that. And here's a difference between amateur marketers and professionals. Amateurs talk about how great it's going to be after you work with me. Okay. Professionals talk about what the misery that you're in is like right this very moment. And, and they, they kind of stick the knife in and they twist it. They rub salt in the wound. And a, and a lot of life coaches and people of that ilk are too squeamish to describe the problem in all of its detail. But that is how that is how you get people to understand that you understand their problem. So read a Stephen King book. Well, that leads me to ask you one more question, and then we're going to go to the lead magnet as a way to wrap up today. I decided not to put it in the middle, folks, in case you're thinking there's another you know, half hour there isn't. We're coming to an end here. I've had, because it's Conscious Millionaire, I've had people say, I don't think it's conscious, right, to talk about pain. And we should never talk about someone's pain. We should only talk about the pleasure they want at point B. What are your comments about that? Because I know you've written the book Evolution 2.0. So I thought I, rather than me commenting, I'd give you the opportunity to comment on that one. That is so naive. Okay. You know what? Let me, let me, let me tell you. I haven't talked about this in years. There is a book by Philip Yancey and Paul Brand called, I think it's called The Gift of Pain. And Paul Brand was this guy who went to India and he figured out what leprosy, what causes leprosy, because nobody actually knew. So this is like 50 years ago or something. I don't know how long, but been a long time. Now, um, I'm going to get a little graphic here, but it, it illustrates a really important point. Okay, so it turns out that all leprosy is is deadening of nerves that sense pain. And it is the only actual physical malfunction of the leper's body. That's it, okay? But it causes horrible disfiguring. Okay, and it causes problems, it causes blindness, and it causes 
fingers and toes to be missing and in all this kind of stuff. It's only because they can't feel pain, nothing else. Okay. And they would work with lepers and they would, they would try to come up with pain substitutes and they would try to give them gloves that would like have a buzzer. If, if, if they were hurting their hands and a buzzer didn't work, like only pain actually worked. Okay. And it's really, it's, it's an extraordinary medical story. And it's also like a brilliant philosophical treatise on pain. And when I read that book, I, can't, I had this epiphany. And the, here's what the epiphany was. Pain defines ownership. Okay? So think about this. Like, you feel pain in your fingers, but not your fingernails. Well, in a sense, you don't really treat your fingernails like they're these precious things that, you know, that have to last forever, you know, you bang them up and you, and you cut them and, you know, you, and, and you trim them and all this kind of stuff, but you don't trim off the end of your finger. You treat the end of your finger with great care. Okay. Pain defines ownership. And if it doesn't hurt you, then you will damage it. And, and if there's no pain, you won't care. Okay. When you talk to people about what hurts, you are talking about ownership, you're talking about skin in the game, and you're talking about real willingness um, to, to get in there and solve problems. You show me a coach that doesn't ever talk about pain, and I will show you a coach that is in such severe financial pain that, that like they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Like, that's total, total fantasy. I, it's ridiculous, okay? If you want to get clients you talk honestly and openly and transparently about pain and you acknowledge that pain exists. And if you won't do that, you are a, you are living with your head stuffed in a cloud. Like it is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard of. And I, I just totally reject it. life is life is suffering. You just had a heart attack, I, I man. You just have a heart and attack. And how did, how did that change your behavior? It was that painful. Yes, it was painful, and the result was I upped my game in every every area of my life. I upped who I would have as clients. I upped what I want to do on my podcast. I upped who could be my guest. So in my case, it wasn't running away from the pain. It was saying, I'm not willing to live with all this other pain that I didn't even know I had. Yes, and, and, and when you face the pain, it goes away. When you ignore pain, it chases you down the street. Which is another reason why you need to read a Stephen King novel. You know, watch pain chase the people down the street. It'll be entertaining. You'll... We're going to have to wrap, Perry. So tell us about your penny offer because it's one of the best lead magnets on the planet. I mean, it's well known. People talk about it. The penny offer to get the 80-20 sales and marketing book. Tell us about why that's so effective. And then we're going to give you a link where you can get Perry's famous book, 80-20 Sales and Marketing, and you can get it for the penny offer. And you need to go spend this penny because I did this a long time ago, several years ago, before Perry and I ever met, because I wanted to look at his marketing. And that's what that, as much as the book, you need to get it actually more for the marketing that that the book's based upon. That's correct. So um, so at, at this special link, um, you can buy my book for a penny plus shipping, which is $7 in the U.S. and 14 
outside the U.S. And, you know, you can buy the book for 18 on Amazon. So, like in the U.S., you're literally saving $10. So why do I do this? Well, now, the book has almost 400 reviews on Amazon, 4.7 stars. It's endorsed by Jay Abraham and Frank Kern and, like, all kinds of famous people, Richard Koch. So why do I do this? Well, the reason that I do this is because it gets people into my educational field. And so I've, we've, we've done all this math, we've done all this analysis, and we've found, you know, for uh, maybe it's every, you know, for every $1 that we spend taping dollar bills to this book and sending it out, because we literally do lose money on it, that we get several more dollar bills back, okay? And, and, and because people get into our sales funnel, what we say is just watch how I sell to you because it's been very scientifically and psychologically choreographed. Watch how we do what we do and then learn from it. And the book changes people's lives and it brings us long-term clients. You know, I had a, I had a guy who, um, he read my book. Now, he didn't get it from the penny offer, but somebody told him about it, and he bought the book. And he called us up, and he spent $50,000 on consulting, like, right on the spot. And he wanted to get together, and, you know, and we worked with him for a year. And so so the book brings us really good clients, and if you read 80-20 sales and market, it'll change your life. And, and a percentage of you will, will come and do business with me. And I know this. It's like clockwork. So here's how you get it for the penny offer so you can study the marketing. That's, that's as valuable as the book, if not more valuable. So you actually see how Perry is selling. Go to ConsciousMillionaireMarketing.com. Click on the big gold image that says free podcast gifts. Well, this one's a penny. So you know that in advance. Go in and you'll see penny offer for the 80-20 sales and marketing book on the gift image. Click on that to get access to the penny offer. I want to thank you again for joining us today. We're here to help you get to that 100,000, 250, or whatever your financial goal is as a coach. I want to thank you and welcome you back to our next show. And Perry, thank you so much for being on our show again. Thank you, JV. It was really great fun talking about this stuff. Thank you. Attention coaches and consultants, do you want to attract and close more clients in just 30 days? Are you tired of making offers, but hardly anyone responds? You've gotten your first few clients, but now what? Sure, it can be frustrating. That's why I created the High Performer Formula. It's the hidden secrets of how you can put more money in the bank while making a bigger difference. These are the secrets I use to make over $25 million. Now it's time for you to use them to change your destiny. Get your hands on the High Performer Formula today. It's my gift to you this month. Go to ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. Again, that's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash High Performer. 
Thanks for listening to Conscious Millionaire Media Podcast Radio Network. The host, producer, and owner of the show, distributors, and broadcast media make no claims that the strategies and information discussed in the show will result in profits and may result in losses. The opinions and advice from the host guests do not necessarily represent those of the owner, staff, management, or broadcasters of the show. No legal accounting or financial or health advice is made in the show. You're advised to seek counsel on matters related to your business, financial investments, or other legal matters from licensed advisors. Always consult your physician or licensed health advisor prior to making any changes in your diet, exercise program, and implementing any health strategies or information discussed on the shows. Now, information provided may be suitable for your situation. As always, take full responsibility for the decisions and actions you take, including the responses that they create in your health.